You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. The following segment is a continuation of our conversation from last week's show. We jump right in where we left off. Please enjoy. If you have, it's important to know where you are in that spectrum because, say, for instance, if your cortisol is exceptionally elevated, then you're going to need something to bring that to bring that cortisol down. You're going to if your if your cortisol is is low, you're going to need something to bring it up, and those aren't always the same thing. Now, um, there's a the the way we would treat herbally, which is which is amazing, is that there there are herbs called adaptogens. And adaptogenic herbs are the, the word adaptogen is is a, is just how it sounds. Adapt. So what it does is if you are if you're needing to reduce something, the herb will reduce it. It'll it'll know right. And if you need to increase something, the herb will then increase it. Right. So mm-hmm. so there are some herbs and things that you can take specifically. For um, for building up and and reducing, and these are adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha, astragalus, mm. um, maca. Uh, well, I, I, I'm gonna say the Chinese word <laughs> because I also know Chinese <laughs> medicine. The Chinese medicine, hesha wu. Um, I mean, just everything. Um, the goji berries. Uh, reishi mushrooms, rhodiola, uh, sarsaparilla, sarsaparilla, um, schizandra. I mean, there's just a ton of amazing, amazing uh, herbs that are designed specifically to, you know, that are adaptogenic that are designed specifically to, to, to either shift your cortisol down or increase it increase it. But there's also so many um, minerals and nutrients that you need because just imagine if you're burning your you're burning your your um your cortisol and your adrenals out, right? Our bodies like we said are are you like you said are beautiful machines, right? They need minerals and nutrients and all these different things to be fed, right? So that those biochemical minute biochemical reactions can happen. So if we're just pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves, we're going to need more of those minerals and nutrients and herbs to keep the body going. And, i.e., if you're in depleted mode, you're going to need more to bring it up because you need excess of everything <laughs> because right. your, body's so de- your body's so depleted. So the beautiful thing about it is knowing what stage you're in so then we can choose um, are we reducing it? And, you know, we we tend to, you know, use phosphatidylserine, um, which is uh, a way to help really bring down your cortisol. 
Um, mm-hmm. We have to know whether you have high blood pressure or not because that would determine whether or not we'd be li- using licorice root um, as as one of the ways that we would help um, balance out your adrenals. I love um, how you're talking about all these herbs and stuff because, you know, <laughs> that is my yeah. forte as well in and I and, and you listeners out there, she's mentioning some stuff that is, probably sounds foreign to you with regards to licorice root and ashwagandha and, you know, maca and all these different herbs. And we're going to get into, you know, a little yeah. bit that, of that a little later so you can understand the concept of really what like Ayurvedic medicine or natural holistic medicine is um, and how it can help you and benefit you tremendously. But, um, you know, Dr. Lewis is mentioning that you really need to know where you are with regards to your stress levels. And a lot of people, again, as we started to show off are in complete denial that they have any stress to begin with. So how would anyone go about finding out what their stress levels are? Can you can you share with the listeners, Dr. Lewis, as to how they can test or how they can get tested or qu- get the quantified uh, level of where their stress may be within their, their, of course, their body, but also in their mind? Is there something that you do? Is there, is there some way that the listeners out there listening that maybe this might be piquing curiosity for them? Like, well, you know, well, yeah. let me check it out. You know, let, share with the listeners yeah. um, how they can find yeah. that out. So thanks for answer, ask, asking that because um, there's there's multiple different ways to learn and understand what your stress. I mean, other than eventually, really truly getting connected with your symptoms, you know, um, eventually you'll know how you feel and you'll you'll get an idea and you'll you'll know where to begin at least. Um, but because we we talked about so so much, you know, earlier that most people have. No idea that stress is even causing a problem for them. Right. Testing, testing is like the light bulb. It's like ding. As soon as they see it, you it's can, like that I bell mean, you hear on your cell phone when you get a text message. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The light bulb just goes off, and they're like, "Oh my god!" You know, wow. But it's like it's like shocking to them. To see it in on in, in in on paper, but it's also relieving because for so many years people have been feeling horrible, right? And then they go to their doctor, and their doctor says, "Oh, go home and rest, or take a take off. Um, you're stressed out, you know." And they're like, "Well, if I could rest, I I wouldn't be." Or or they would say, you know, like you know, you just need to you just need to um, you know you need to not stress out so much and, and people are like what, what what does that mean like and so yeah, what do I do and they're like oh back right. in the day here let me give you a prescription for some Valium <laughs> you know right. which is exactly. a whole other problem right oh yes oh yes 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 that's a whole that's a, that's a, that's a, whole a show, show. On, all in itself <laughs> right that, and and but the, the the interesting thing is that when they see when they see it you can you can almost see them just like you can you can actually see the stress start to leave them because they're like, I'm not crazy. There is something wrong with me. I knew there was something out of balance, and nobody, nobody, was giving me any answers, which is a whole nother level of stress in itself. To be not to you know not feel well and then not have any answers, and so so testing is exceptionally important, and it's so simple. Now, some people might try to go and get a blood test. 
because um, their doctor might say, well, I can test, I can test your cortisol, and they'll do a blood test. But the blood test is not the most, um, is not the gold standard, and it's not the most practical. Because this is the deal. There's a circadian rhythm with the cortisol. It should be elevated in the morning to wake us up and get us going, right? And then throughout the day, it slowly reduces until it gets down to the, a minimal number, which then tells us it's time to go to bed, right? So it's like daytime versus nighttime. It's like sunshine versus darkness. It's just so divine. It's, I, I can't even tell you how amazing it is. Every time I think about it, I just like, you know, it makes me choke up because this is really, it's in so much in alignment with the way that we're supposed to be, right? The, the way we're supposed to live in the world. And right. so many of us are living in opposite ways. We, you know, we're, we're living in opposite schedules. We're staying up too late at night, you know, all these things. So, but it's supposed to be elevated in the morning and it's supposed to be low at night. So if you take a blood test, and it's in the middle of the afternoon, and it gives you a number. You don't know whether or not you're 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 elevated in the morning, or whether it's too high in the morning or too low in the morning. You just you're getting it at one time during the day, right? And it's not practical to take your blood four times throughout the day to to test it. So the real, the most amazing thing that 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 I that I know to to be true about about um, cortisol testing is that saliva testing is number one is the gold standard and it's the most practical so mm-hmm. basically all we have people do is spit in a tube which ain't sexy but it works right <laughs> <laughs> gotta and do what works right whatever that's works right, that's right, right? That's right. That's right. And, um, and, and you're collecting, you're collecting, um, you know, you're collecting the saliva four times throughout the day. We're collecting it early in the morning when you wake up. Then we're collecting it again sometime around 11 or 12 a.m. Then we're collecting again sometime around, say, 4, 5, or 6 p.m. And then at night again at, um, at, at 10 p.m., around 10 p.m. when we should be going to sleep. So that should tell us what your cortisol levels are throughout the entire day. And then from there, we'll know what levels, you know, what your levels are and be able to test, to treat them effectively. Because we we can treat, say, say for instance, your cortisol is high at night and high in the afternoon, but low in the morning and low in the early evening. We can then help use the supplements and use herbs to help manipulate those levels to make them move into normal, you know, into normal range or optimal range, and then that can help you to balance out. So it's a it's a beautiful way of testing. It's very very simple. It's really inexpensive. I, I would say doing DHEA uh, one you, they we. They, they really test one. They use one saliva sample to test your DHEA, which is another parameter of your um, adrenal um, adrenal glands, um, another hormone that is secreted. But they'll test it four times a day, plus your plus your DHEA for probably like a hundred, ten, a hundred twenty, maybe a hundred forty dollars. And it's the best a hundred dollars people will ever spend in their life. I so, so basically, there's a there is a quantifiable test that you can take. Yeah. Um, it it involves your saliva, but that's not a big deal. It's not like getting blood drawn and all of that. Right. And right. and based on that information, 
you know, someone like you can determine exactly where someone is with regards to their stress levels and where, you know, their dips and um, things may be with regards to their cortical steroids within their body and in their system. Now, once someone does that, um, you know, then they, then they, they have an indication of exactly where they may be and, um, and then they can go forward. Now, a lot of people, you know, when they're stressed, they tend to gain a lot of weight. And I have a lot of people that, you know, come to me because not because they're stressed or even they think they're stressed, but because they picked up a lot of weight in the midsection or, you know, uh, just feeling sluggish or, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, when you go and you look and examine what they're eating, they don't quantify with what they're eating as to what Right. The, the weight gain and how it's connected to stress. How important is nutrition or really just eating a really good diet? How important is that for treating stress and maintaining or preventing any illness and disease that could be from the stress that a person is experiencing? Yeah, so food is medicine. That's the bottom line, right? If we're eating food for any other reason than that, then we got it wrong, okay? So, so to know that, Anytime you eat anything, we got to look at it as, is this feeding me or is this poisoning me? <laughs> right? I mean, you know, so eating like, right. fresh, you know, I'm, you know, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's, donuts is not going to help you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they exactly. may be good and they may taste good, but they're not going to help with your stress and they darn sure ain't going to help with your health and well-being exactly. and your weight, right? Exactly. And it's and it's interesting because when the, the, the oxymoron here is that when you get stressed out, you tend to grab for those foods that are that will completely put you deeper into into stress mode, like sugar, like wheat, uh, like dairy, like crunchy things, you know, like potato chips, salty things, that kind of stuff. So, um, so so really, you have to look at eating a, a, a well balanced diet, and I know that that's like this catchphrase for. Um, that that most people don't get, but because um, they're like, what you know, you have to eat close to the earth. You have to eat whole foods. You have to eat fresh. You have to eat in season, and you need to eat if you can. Like you guys in California, that's fabulous because you get a lot of locally grown, um, especially organic, organic food. So you know, you need to eat food that's not grown in depleted soil and all that kind of stuff because it's not going to have the nutrient and the mineral content that you need. And that's really what you need the food for. You need it for the vitamins and minerals and need it and the enzymes and the trace elements. You don't need it for the taste. Now, now if we didn't like it, then we would starve to death. So, so we right. definitely have these amazing taste buds to, to, to draw us to it and our eyes to draw us to the color so that we will eat it and we will feed our bodies. So um, when you're stressed out, you need more micro minerals and nutrients than you would normally need otherwise. So that standard, you know, that recommended daily allowance that they always talk about mm-hmm. is completely inadequate when it comes to stress, illness, these kinds of things. Um, when you're taking medications, a lot of those, a lot of times they deplete your minerals and nutrients. So you need more minerals and nutrients and supplementation and things of that nature. So um, food has to be your first medicine when it comes to treating stress and, um, and, and supplements and um, different, you know, high, high nutrient dense foods, fruits, 
vegetables. I mean, we're going to be singing the same tune that we sing for most other, you know, for everything else, right? Because right. that is that is how that is how you treat it. But you have to use nutrition um, as one of your primary sources of of treatment because you don't want to take supplements all day, you know, all the time, and you and you don't want to have to take medication. Um, for it. So, Great precursor, because the next thing I wanted to ask you is, you hear these people, you know, saying, well, just take, you know, the supplements uh, are abundant all over the place. You've got, you know, multi-level yeah. marketing companies yeah. that have all these wonderful products that they, you know, market and tout that's good for stress. You got, you go in the health food store and they have all these wonderful things, supplements that are good for stress um, or just good for health and well-being. Um you know, in addition to just really having good nutrition and taking in the best food that you could possibly afford and, and, and you know, take in. Is dietary supplementation essential to treating and managing stress? Can it be helpful? Uh, you know, should people be looking at supplement, you know, getting some supplements for yeah. um, in yeah. addition to taking in good, healthy, whole nutrition? Um, can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, hundred percent. See, and and this is, uh, you know, the the diet, the the supplement industry is not really as regulated as the other industries. So you have to be very, very, very careful about the quality of the supplement you're taking. You have to know the active ingredients versus the inactive ingredients. You have to know what things react with one another. That's really what we learn in naturopathic medical school. I mean, we are like, we're like. Um, the 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 supplement the drug drug herb drug interaction specialist like we know what reacts with everything um, and 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 supplementation is necessary a hundred percent especially if you're in that depleted state you can't eat enough food to get the amount of panathenic acid or B5 that you need um, to to bring those cortisol levels up to produce pregnenolone. Pregnenolone is the precursor for all your hormones. So it starts with cholesterol, then it goes to pregnenolone, and then from pregnenolone, it goes, do we need more cortisol? Do we need more DHEA? Do we need estrogen? Do we need testosterone? Do we need progesterone? So the body actually produces um, the pregnenolone, but we need panathenic acid to build that up, and that's B5. And, you know, that's you can, it's in salmon, um, it's, in, it's in certain meats, like, you know, red meats and things of that nature. Um, I, I know, I don't know how many of you guys are vegetarian, but sometimes you get in a little bit of liver, which is why a lot of times when people are fatigued, <laughs> fatigued, you know, you want to eat organic, of course, but, you know, vegetables, things of that nature. So, so one of the one of the one of the key one of the key things is knowing the quality of the supplement you're taking, know the manufacturer, and, but supplementation is a hundred percent necessary. Now, once you get to a level where you're 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 managed, you know where you're normal, and you think your stress level will be normal, then you can probably do it with food. Then you can probably just do it with lifestyle, right? But if you're in a state where your body really is depleted and you want to feel better faster, supplementation is really necessary. It's really necessary. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that um, because I think it's important for people to understand that, you know, just because somebody is pr promoting a supplement, if you don't really know anything about that supplement or that company or really know what's in that supplement, you may not be taking what you think you're getting, right. you know. Right. So, um, and, 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 and I know there's been a lot the of case, shows about that, you know, lately. That's about, the case. 
Yep, yep, yep. You got it. That's the case more often than not. There are mm-hmm. more bad supplements out there than there are good, and that's mm-hmm. the problem. People take things, they don't feel better, and then they wonder why, and then they blame it on the supplement, but it's right. really blamed on the quality right. of it. And they really didn't yeah. do diligence with Well, because, you know, right. the, it's a whole marketing thing, a whole advertisement right. thing where, you know, take this, right. you'll feel better or whatever, and it's, right. again, back in that Western medicine mode where, there, you know, you come to the doctor, you get, you get a prescription for something, uh, right. but it's not necessarily going to get to the root cause to take away the sign the yeah. symptoms of what's presenting. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that, again, it's a whole other show we can do. But now <laughs> this is a big one because I know a lot of people have problems with sleep and they don't necessarily equate sleeping or their lack of sleep to contributing to or increasing their stress or opening up that gateway for illness and disease to come into their life. So how does a lack of sleep contribute to all of this, how does it make it even more complicated when you're operating in a stressful yeah, state? So, so just so you know, I think sleep deprivation is like one of the most underdiagnosed diseases or problems in our modern society. It's crazy. Um, it, it, most people, if they would just get a, a little bit more sleep and good quality sleep, like deep sleep, it would, it would solve the majority of their problems. But the problem is how do you sleep effectively, right? <laughs> when your cortisol is high and your stress is high. Um, so irritability, um, you know, diabetes, obesity, heart disease, depression, I mean, substance abuse, um, all these things are associated with sleep deprivation. And so, um, one of the, one of the really important things is your body heals when it's asleep. It fixes some stuff, right? It regenerates. Right, right. You know, it, this is this, we need it. This is why babies sleep so because they're growing, right? They they sleep so much they're growing and they're developing. And children sleep. Children need their sleep, you know. But adults, we need our sleep too because our bodies repair ourselves. So the the immune system will 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 be weak if we don't get enough sleep. And and so so one of the biggest issues is is that I tend to fix people's sleep really fast. Um, because when I see that that cortisol is elevated, I can give them something from a supplement perspective that will help help them sleep better, which will then help them function better during the rest of the day, will help them heal, you know, will help their bodies regenerate and all the tissue and all of the repair that needs to happen. Well, all that will start to happen, and they'll start feeling better almost immediately. Um, there's so many amazing things, I mean, essential oils that help calm you, teas that, you know, help calm you, herbs, you know, passion flower and mm-hmm. oats or avena sativa, melissa or lemon balm, um, chamomile, all of those, those are things that you can, you know, ingest either, you know, via capsule or herb or tea, um, at night to help you sleep and, or maybe you can take a, I, I, I keep, I keep a essential oil by my bed. Um, because if I wake up at one in the morning, I'm going to sniff that and I'm, I'm, and I'm back to sleep in 30 seconds. Right? What's your favorite and essential so, oil for this? Gosh. I mean, it's, it's actually, it's actually a blend because if, if, if I had to choose one off the top, it would be lavender, of course. Yes. But, uh-huh. um, but, but there's a um, like marjoram and and um, spruce and geranium. Those are really good. Um, frankincense. Those are really good for helping to to reduce stress, reduce stress, and help you relax a lot. Yeah. Mm. 
just sound, I mean, I, you know, you, you've given a wealth of information and, um, and there's so much, you, you know, we talked a little about, a little bit about herbs and, um, and, you know, now we've mentioned some essential oils. We talked about nutrition. We talked about, you know, what adrenal fatigue is. We talked about, you know, dietary supplements and how you should be aware of what you're taking and really read and read the back of the bottle and really, you know, know a little bit about the company that you're thinking about purchasing that, that is putting out the supplement, um, before you actually purchase it, do a little bit of research, um, a little bit of research, spend a little time on that. That's not, that's going to be more helpful to you than detrimental to you. Um, you know, we talked about the different types of stress levels, uh, elevated stress versus adrenal fatigue, um, how you can, you know, test and how you can find out exactly what your stress level is and all of that good stuff. But just in two, in 30 seconds, can you share, because the herbs are just so fascinating to me as me mm -hmm. being, you know, someone that does that as well. Can you share a couple of, I know we mentioned ashwagandha and some maca and some other herbs, but can you share a couple of ways as to, in like 30 seconds, because I want to get to how they can get your book and stuff and get in contact with okay. you. Um, can you sure. share just a little bit as to if someone goes and gets, say, ashwagandha or, you know, some of the herbs yes. that you mentioned, um, how can they use those to, you know, because it's just an herb, how can they use yes. those um, in their nutrition routine to help them, yeah. you know, and help their body handle stress just yeah. a little bit better? So, so one of the simplest ways, um, most people like to take capsules, but a lot of people don't swallow capsules well. Um, what I do is I make a green drink in the morning, as if, which is either a meal replacement or breakfast, um, or part of my breakfast. And a lot of times I use the powdered, um, like the powder astragalus, the powder Siberian ginseng, or the powder ashwagandha, those kinds of things. And I'll put like either a teaspoon or a half a teaspoon of that powder in my in my protein drink along with the healthy protein powder, my, my vegetables and my fruit, and I'll consume it just like that. And that's a really simple way of doing it. Um, most mm. of them have a very minimal taste. Um, they don't really, it doesn't really change the taste of, of your drink. And, um, and, and then you can get it right straight from the powder. That's probably the most efficient way to do it, um, other than taking a, a tincture, which is um, the herb that's actually um, dissolved in alcohol. Mm -hmm. um, but but pow putting the powder right, making a nice drink, a tea, or something like that, putting it in your green drink, or just making a tea and drinking it as a, as a morning tea, um, and sometimes um, as an evening tea, depending on what you need, uh, where you need boosting. Like afternoon, sometimes you might have a, you need to boost at 3, 3 o'clock or something like that, those kinds of things. Those are the best, easiest ways to do it. Thank you. So again, you know, if you're taking notes, you make sure you get your herbs from a bona fide herbal source. Um, some you. of the things like people, uh, companies I can recommend is Mountain Rose or Banyan. Yeah. Um, yeah. banyan herbs. You can go online and, and Google and find out about them. But you can make a yeah. tea, she said. You can get capsules if that's okay and you're okay with swallowing capsules. You can get the herbs in uh, a capsule form. Uh, you can get it in powder form and put it in your, your green drinks or your smoothies or whatever. Um, and it is going to help your body tremendously. And it's not going to be like you're taking a Valium or, or, right. or Vicodin and you get, you're not going to feel that immediate relief like that, so to speak, because that's just, that's false, but it's going to help you over time. You'll start feeling a lot better and your body will be able to handle the stresses that comes into it. And that is dealt with on a lot, much better, on a much better level. Okay. So we're yeah. getting close to the 
end of the show and I can talk okay. forever. Um, but Dr. Lisa Lewis is going to share with us how you can get in contact with her and how you can get her new book that I mentioned um, because I think we all should pick it up and really, um, you know, really use some of the strategies to overcome overwhelm and conquer disease naturally. So Dr. Lewis, tell the listeners out there how they can get in contact with you and how they can get a copy of that book. Sure. Um, I have, I have two things for them. I have a free gift, um, oh, which, which will give, um, give them a, a, most of what we talked about today in case study form. I have a case study, um, ebook, um, of stop stressing me out case studies that, that really show, give them a, a, a window into how I treat patients, and it is absolutely fabulous. With um, and and so if they can, they can go to uh, www.stopstressingme.com, and that's um, www.stopstressingme.com, um, and then they can just enter their name and email in that, and they get the free gift um, directly from there, um, and. They can always reach me as well um, at my website, which is drlisalewis.com, and that's D-R-L-I-S-A-L-E-W-I-S.com. Um, and also you can purchase the book. Um, it's fourteen ninety five from the drlisalewis.com. But I always like for people to, to, to test it so they could always um, see what the case study ebook is all about, and, um, and then from there they can do strategy sessions with me and things of that nature because I, I really help like to help people understand what they're getting into with natural medicine and not just jump in. Right. And, and understanding the concepts of that is, is really, really important. Well, thank you, Dr. Lisa Lewis, for being on Blissful Living. It was a pleasure. I mean, we didn't even get into how you use, um, you know, the strategies that you share with your, your patients um, to cut your recovery time down from five years to one year. I guess I'm going to have to just bring you back on the show and we're going to do a part two of this and just dive in a little bit deeper. Uh, it'll be this is the intro. We'll say this is the intro section and part two will yeah. be you know the more advanced section but thank you so much for being on blissful living and thank You're all of you listeners out there for tuning in i know she gave you some phenomenal information that's going to help you to live a less stressed life in a more healthier life as you travel down your path to bliss i'm rochelle marie lawson the queen of feeling fabulous wishing you a wonderful week have a phenomenal weekend and remember don't let the small stuff stress you out. It really is not that important. Turn off that cell phone and just see if you could do it for five minutes and then five minutes to 10 minutes. But check it out and see how you feel. I guarantee you won't miss a thing and you will be doing your mind and body good. Take care for now, everyone. Bye. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.